Osiris. tape that was just about 21 years ago right now <laughs> like to the minute perhaps to the minute perhaps yeah um jeff what's up man not much I'm, it's fall has finally arrived in memphis we already we had um false fall we had second summer and now i yeah. think we've got real fall real falls here it was 75 earlier today and now it's cold i have my hood up I'm wearing. Are you outside? Yes, of course. I was going to join you outside because I'm I'm on the I'm on patio tour now. And, yeah, uh, patio. TM. But, TM. But uh, it was it was a little chilly, a little chilly out there tonight. It is uh, 48 degrees well, up here in the KY. So I decided I'd stay inside. You're further north. It's a little later mm-hmm. in the day, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not bad. I'll probably be out here. It'd be pretty chilly out here. For a patio tour this weekend, but we'll we'll make yeah. we'll make the best of it. Um, well, thanks for joining us. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a little recap of the um, of the Milwaukee shows. Jeff was has been very active on Twitter, which is great. I'm gonna uh, here. This is me officially handing you the reins of the Blues Take Twitter account. <laughs> you do a much better job than I do. The baton. Uh, Yes, it is now um, yours. <clears throat> and, you, had, uh, so, uh, you had life. You had life uh, to deal with this week. That's yeah. I, but I um, you, you had your priorities in place. I will say there we I I just stick to the uh, people that follow us on Twitter during the during the shows. I'm sure there's a wider breadth of people who are tweeting about uh, panic uh, while at the show or during the live stream. But I rather enjoyed. Um, some of the folks who were who were tweeting, uh, Jimmy Herring's gold guitar is a yeah, is, a, is an entertaining good. follow. I believe yeah. he really likes Dark Bar, which is where I believe I, I started. like Dark Bar. Dark Duh. God, <laughs> we've already started, Jeff. Okay, all right, okay, continue um, on. So, but no, it was fun, and there are a lot of people that were just uh, you know paying attention, and obviously. We're in the midst of a lot of good anniversaries during fall tour. And so it's a lot of this, you know, at this year, fall 96 callbacks and fall 98 callbacks. And then overall, some pretty good shows. The boys were certainly energetic. Um, I, I mean, the one thing that's really interesting is. And if they I mean, it's pretty clear they're never going to go to they're not going to tour again like mm-hmm. they did in the past. Um, which I do sort of, which I miss. I mean, not that we're out, not that you and I are ever would ever go out on go tour on again. tour, right? But, yeah, you wouldn't you know, follow them through the Midwest for two weeks straight. No, but like a, you know, they played Memphis, did like a Memphis Jackson 
something run or mm -hmm. Memphis Tupelo or whatever. Like it would be fun to do two, three shows in a row and get in the car and drive around. But, um, but it's what's changed remarkably is the band seemingly takes each of their runs, their three nights or their four nights, whatever they are as like finite things. So like what has happened before and what happens after what have what has happened before doesn't really pertain, mm. you know, like they're not right. like, Oh, we played that song. Like they're not yeah, worried about, they're not, they're not doing the three show rule really anymore. Um, oh, no, I think they are. I think, well, I mean, okay. Uh, Maybe. Uh, they're not going to play something they played on Sunday on Friday in New Orleans. No, but they're not going, but it's also like the, it's not a run of shit. It's not a, I see, I, I see them seeing each three, three, four shows as a, as a thing, as an entity unto itself. I agree. And so they're responding to what's happening with those people, the same people nearly every night or, you know, overwhelmingly the same people every night responding to what they're getting you know, from when but they like, come out I mean, on stage. I'll, I'll, I'll say, for example, they played uh, po Postcard in Milwaukee. They're not going to play Postcard in New Orleans. Like, there's mm, You never know. You know. And I will bet you. What do you want to bet? I will bet you <laughs> right now. They're not going to play Postcard. It's not going to come back in two shows. Or now that you shows. said bet, it's gonna, this is going to be in the algorithm, and we're going to get a bunch of <laughs> solicitations from BetQL or something like that. <laughs> Uh, no, but I do think, you know, like a city of dreams, like you could get that because that's been out, but yeah. Tacos are cheap says, nah, no postcard yeah, in Nola. There's no way. It's not happening. No. So you're saying right. New Orleans is not nuts and it is not that it, kind it, of little village. Well, I will say this, Jeff. Milwaukee uh, is nutser than they, New Orleans. They opened the 1997 Halloween show with postcard and I don't know that that can ever be topped again. So I would be fine with no more postcards. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, where do we want to start? Sorry. Um, well, why don't we start? Uh, I mean, why don't we start with a look look back, right? So look back at the weekend. Look back at the weekend. Okay. Um, so four shows and started off with, on Thursday night, a bus. Let me ask you this. Let oh, me, I'm, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I make a habit doing, of this. Yes, you're doing your thing again. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Uh, do you think you could do a four night run, Jeff? Physically, mentally, you could do four consecutive shows of panic, you know, living out of a hotel. Yeah. Um, three, yes. Four, touch and go. Four seems like a lot. I mean, as an um, old person, I, I give props to I the folks that can think it would be physically yes i think it's more of a mental battle <laughs> mm -hmm. meaning um when that's why i make fun of like i get on songs like dark bar because it's like you need to keep the energy up guys you gotta <laughs> keep the energy up here it's not just about you it's about right. making sure that we stay awake but of course it's different when we had a show as opposed to sitting in the you know on the porch or wherever. Right. So yeah. um, could it be done? Yes. How about you? Could you do it? Yeah. I don't know. Four seems like a lot. Uh, I think I could do three. Um, I think I've still got three in me, but four, four, like, I feel like maybe four at home I could do, like if I could sleep in my own bed, I could yeah. maybe pull it off, but four nights in a strange city, um, you know, doing, you know, things that are not good for my body seems like 
not a good thing. Um, Jody, Jody Wagner has a comment. All panic and no fluff in Milwaukee. Four shows this year ruled. I am 43. Well, congratulations, Jody. So am I. Mm -hmm. And it was like riding a bike, although my knees are not working on day five. (laughs) (laughs) I really took that riding a bike uh, analogy all the way to the end. So I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode um, from Mempho when Jennifer, my wife Jennifer, our special guest, was on. Um, it was, we, we walked to the show and we walked, you know, mile and a half up, mile and a half back. And we averaged mm-hmm. like six miles each day. We were at the festival wandering around, but we stood the whole time. Like we yeah. never sat down that second. So like shin, like shins and feet. Gotta have like, good shoes, Jeff. Or, you know, good inserts. Got some orthotic inserts. Some not, shoes. not that old, but I did wear, I did wear the proper shoes. We were both, we're very vigilant about our shoes, yeah. but totally was like sunday morning was was, it was hurting it was it was was hurting so um anyway can i start now yes you can i'm sorry see i feel bad because we we like i get sidetracked here and this is people are here to hear that they want to hear the uh hot takes analysis like active and they don't want to hear you know me asking you you know things about whether you think you could make it through a fortnight sure well, we'll get into some. We'll get into more existential um, things later, I'm sure. Um, so, anyway. I was looking, can I just share one one last thing? I'm sorry, <laughs> doing it again. <laughs> I was going back through our our face our Twitter mentions. I was looking for a comment from like way back, and I went back and saw. I forget who it was. Um, maybe Harvey Larvey was commenting mm-hmm. on episode 98, where I told the story about the dryer repair. Yes, and he made up the T-shirt that said. Uh, I made it through 10 minutes of a dryer story and, and lasted till the existential dread. <laughs> I came for the, I came for the dryer or came for the dryer stories and stayed for the existential dread. <laughs> so oh, good times. So I didn't way, want to lose that That's way back right. in that uh, Trump era. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Things are uh, much better now. Totally. Anyways, can I go please? Okay. October 21st at the Riverside theater in Milwaukee. Uh, kick things off with the first ever busted big opener. So that was mm. a something that happened twice this weekend. Was we saw songs, uh, popular songs in the opening slot. Uh, busted big into knocking around the zoo. Um, uh, out of the out of the out of the shoot. That's so pretty, pretty good st- out of the shoot, right? Pretty mm-hmm. strong opener. The knocking around the zoo is certainly does not sound the way that it used to. Um, mm. It's not. It has lost still good mind you it's just yeah. lost a little bit of the edge it doesn't yeah, have, it doesn't buy have that. the teeth that it did before mm-hmm. um and maybe it just is how it sounds on the stream but it just does it's it's just missing something um better off was kind of a welcome surprise first time they played that in 36 shows back to uh august of 19 um picking up the pieces um jaded tourists you should be glad and then Brought back some favorites with Roberta. Let's get the show on the road. Junior at the end of the first set. I will say that I did not listen to the end of the first set. Um, second that set. Feels, that feels like a uh, like sort of like a you know that's kind of a 95, 96 um, set closer. Roberta show on the road. Junior. Yeah. So there were these. There were the second night not so much. Third night definitely, and then. Oh, man, I'll, I'll give the fourth night a pass, but like these mid first net first set swoons, I was just sort of mm-hmm. like, Meh. and then and then kind of picking it back up. Um, second set, 
um, the Surprise Valley, and then you knew that the, they the were double deck, the double decker sandwich. Yeah, the double decker sandwich, and kind of figured that that was going to happen with these when they didn't finish Surprise Valley, and then they brought up Low Spark. Um, I'd like the Shut Up and Drive uh, coming out of Low Spark. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. good, and then a nice Impossible Drums. And I gotta admit, it was one of those things. Like I still find myself with these songs that I'm not so familiar with doing what I do at shows, which is what is this song? What is the song? <laughs> and was listening. It's like, oh, ceasefire. Yeah, mm. sure, ceasefire. Mm. But I will say that, like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, ceasefire was like, okay. Well, I think there was baseball or something on. Oh wait, this was yeah, this was Thursday night. So watching something else, then yeah. jamais, vu, mm-hmm. and then um, then finish up Low Spark and Surprise Valley, and then here we go. That pesky, you got yours, and then yeah. the last song slot. So that was pretty fun. And then uh, Cream Puff is a great closer. Um, they can do that all they want. And then a nice two so- tight two song um, encore with Jack imitation leather suits. So the first night was pretty solid. And we, of course, we would welcome any comments about those shows. Harvey, do you have any comments about the first night? Um, yeah, I mean, I think obviously, you know, they came out swinging the beginning of the mm-hmm. show with the with the Busted Big knocking around the zoo. Um, and, and the, you know, you can't complain about a surprise Valley low spark, you know, triple decker sandwich. No. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, the lot you got yours is, you know, that is, uh, that's rapidly rising in, in some of my uh, favorites of the, uh, of panic, you know, 3.1. Is that right? 3.1. Yeah. Jimmy plays it great, man. Yeah. And, uh, so that was, you know, that was a really nice finish. And, I uh, thought you know. all weekend, um, I mean, John Bell is the all-star. I just, mm. I, I, I just can't get over how good he sounds. Um, I will say there was a point, I think it was one of the later shows, uh, that I had it on, and the wife, again, bless her heart. <laughs> you know, we used to go see show. I mean, our first date was 5797. She's, she's a Panic fan. Yeah. But definitely, you know, has moved on in her music um, mm-hmm. listening. But heard, I forget what it was. And she was like, oh, when is this from? And I was like, this is live. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. She's like, JV sounds pretty good. It sounds like the time off has done him well. And I yeah. was like, oh, you should listen to the podcast because we talk about it. <laughs> he, uh, he sounded awesome all yeah. weekend. And um, I mean, every, the, the band, I mean, it was a great run. The band sounded strong the entire weekend. Um, one of the things that I was not... We talked about this before, but the gurgling, the gurgling that Jimmy's guitar does sometimes mm-hmm. just not does not mm-hmm. do it for me. And mm-hmm. it's like as soon as it's very much a like, I'm I just you lose me. You lose me yeah. with that. So um, yeah. there were definitely some moments with uh, when we'll get to the last show. Um, there's some moments that he just does. He does some things where it's just it's it's just it's it's so good. And he. And this is, you know, all of our criticism or criticism of him over the years has never questioned his talent. He's immensely mm-hmm. talented. It's just, yeah. you know, this sometimes this doesn't hit. And he does life. things, you know, he, he takes this version of the band in places that they didn't go you no. know, oh, in previous it's, versions. It's crazy. Right? Um, so, yeah, it's just different and not what we are these, you know, not what we grew up on, right? Yes. So, so, um, so speaking of what we grew up on, yes. we'll get we'll get to the second night. That would be October twenty second, two thousand twenty one, okay. at the Riverside Theater. This is Friday night. 
um, Pilgrim's opener. And like I tweeted and, you know, that like, tweet got major traction. It did, oh, wow. you know, but it's like, come on. I mean, it's like, this is, this is, you are psychic. You are psychically connecting with me tonight with the Pilgrim's opener on the Friday night, you know, almost 25 years to the day from my first show at the Barrymore in Madison. So just 75 miles up the road. Um, it was a great version of Pilgrim's and then like fixing to die in the two slot, just kind mm. of on its own, like, major curveball to me yeah um and kind of different and then we get into kind of that the the heart of that first set airplane wondering space wrangler which that you can't go wrong with that and then let's just follow it up with the dying man so um, bring it down a little bit go do something else um sleeping man proving ground and then closing out mr soul so they their first set was framed by the two songs that framed the first set on 1025.96. So tip of the cap to the band. Well played. Fun, fun first set. I loved the format of these shows. The first set on Thursday night ran lo- ran longer than like traditionals, but it was a lot of traditional 65, 65 to 70 minute first sets. And then like they 80 to 85 90 minute second sets like i i'm just such a sucker it's just so oh, yeah stuff. it's just so so list and then the two song encore fast slow song fast son you're done like mm-hmm. i just i love the format it I felt like do. a comfortable pair of shoes yes right? exactly um the second set this night i thought was probably the best set they played the entire weekend um mm. all time low ride me high let it rock to start off um let it rock was really really fun first time they'd played it since march of 2019 so 61 shows so you know a year and a more than a year and a half two years two and a half years uh the big willie mammoth so we could burn milwaukee down um and then like probably one of i will say hyperbole hyperbole alert one of the <laughs> coolest combos and we had a tacos or cheat mentioned this too yeah um Great old gimme back to back. Oh God, just melt melt my heart. Like mm-hmm. it was so good. The great old was great, and then to have gimme right out of that. Um, Again, perfect. It's it's setless. Perfect. You know, structure. It's right. It's like let's get it going. Let's mellow it out for a second, and then let's light but it like, on fire. And then then out of that, you know, black hole backwards. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like okay um black hole backwards chili four cornered chili life during wartime like oh god damn that was excellent excellent set and then by that point it was like old joe and the encore like i I can't even right no i did uh, people were asking anything at that point people were asking for uh you know does i get the uh the flip the bird tm uh it's tough that's a tough call (laughs) it's a anytime Anytime old Joe is in there, it's, 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 you know, it's in the conversation. It's yes, definitely. Um, but honeybee is, a, is the, you know, that helps offset a little bit. And then when you're talking again about the level of that second set at that point, you're really fine with anything. No, so don't care. Yeah, I don't I think mean, it qualifies. I don't think I'm not going to give it the, uh, the, the uh, flip the bird encore stamp. And the best part about patio tour TM or whatever mm-hmm. Is if you don't like the encore, you can just turn it off. Right. 
do you can just you don't need not to not the sit. same for the people at the show no honest. you don't need to sit through it you can just turn it off and go do something else so um uh-huh. i love friday night's show i thought it was just awesome um from yeah. start to finish um all wanna, right we have we've got comment. some comments here i want to right. get them before we get to night three so uh so low riser he they he or she or no, I guess he, because he or, or not, maybe went to they went to all four with their wife with their wife uh coming in from Chicago and they're mid forties with three kids. So good good job, good on you guys for doing mm. that. Yeah. Um and and also said that Jimmy was melting faces at times. So that's sure. good. That's always fun. And then you know, you can count on that. Um also something we appreciate as old people, uh, that the band came on <laughs> at uh, showtime. Right? Oh, man. Like they that. Were super punctual. Um, yeah. Sunday night was really early. Sunday night was like 8.05 or 8.07 or something like yeah, that. It was crazy. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and Jody said it was a party. And Tacos said that Gradle brought tears. It was it's good. It's always good. It's a great I, song. Um, I um, It's when you said band starting early before it was, oh, they're starting early. They're going to play really long tonight. Now it's like, yes, they started early. They're going to get done early. <laughs> um do you remember i mean i don't know why you know i i felt like great old for a long time had sort of just a it was an afterthought kind of song right it was a mid-first set just whatever um but i will say the first time i saw it was in an encore and uh it was 10 195 so i guess Mm -hmm. it was it debuted uh in spring of 95 right Mm-hmm. And that that very uh, that tour that had a bunch of debuts. Yep. Um, this was the inspiration of playing with Jacko Pierce uh, all those times. <laughs> but um, you need that Jacko Pierce drop handy yeah. every time you mention their name, Harvey. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things you ever did on the. Uh, on was the it box. the Vineyard? I played the the Vineyard song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, but and so I don't think I had. I don't know that I, I don't. I had never heard it before when I saw it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the album hadn't come out. And, you know, back then, you would maybe get, like, a spring tape by the fall. At least for, like, people like me that weren't, like, super tied in by that point. Yeah. And um, so I'd never heard Grado before. And I remember it was an encore. And I was like, damn, like, this is badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, then you kind of learn what it is. And then it ends up in the first set. And but it's always kind of held that place for me as being this kind of special song that was not always uh, placed in the position that maybe it deserved. I remember it was in an encore at Mud Island in 97 that was, you know, mm-hmm. well received and well placed too. So I guess my question for you is like, do you remember the first time you heard Gradle? I guess you were further on. So that was after, after uh, Bombs. I mean, you probably had heard it on the album, right? Yeah, the first time uh, was actually the second show, the first night of the Barrymore, of course, second night of the Barrymore, which was like, I don't know what this song is. Um, But the next time was it was a solo encore or like only song in the encore at 915.97 in Ames, which is one of my favorite that's, shows ever that's great i don't know and, that, I've, that i've heard that i need to go I need and to go back and at that point it, again it was just like play what i mean yeah years on of course i know what all that meant then mm-hmm. i was like this is really great i'm, I'm, I'm it's a monday night in ames iowa and like i'm glad i'm here well i'm glad i'm here um i'm gonna go stand out by the bus and yell at schools and see if he waves to me um but uh 
it was uh it was great and then i think most see 10398 saw it it was mid fifth song in the first in the first set 41799 it was the third song in the second set after mm-hmm. down on the farm and porch before blackout and diner yeah it was um, like a breath take a breath song right and like and, that, and, and and again that was a show that you needed a breath because that mm-hmm. show wore everybody out so yes i think now it's become it's just i think that's one of the things like you talked about you got yours i love how these old songs have like found new life and yeah. are and are and are like become sort of yeah they're the comfort things but also like what they're doing with them as opposed to just chucking them in you know yeah. as afterthoughts right and i think that that is um yeah i'm gonna put on my my critical hat here a little bit Ooh. i mean i think we can probably agree that that the original songwriting of the band has has you know I'd say struggled but you know has not been as great as it once was okay no. um and so what what they're able to do then is like, i have a stronger word to use but i won't <laughs> right. so we're on the same page but to be able to then go back and like revisit older songs right mm-hmm. you know and things that you maybe didn't put as much thought or you know promotion into uh then that's really cool or going back and or getting songs from you know rest in peace danny hutchins you know what i mean and like bringing out trashy or yeah. or you know or getting a jerry joseph song or something you know what i mean and it's like uh obviously they're going to continue to write original music but like mine what you have right you know and uh it seems like they're really doing that which is awesome so do you I mean, I guess I'd be interested in a poll at some point in time was if, if panic never wrote another new song from here forward until they Mm. decide to hang it up, would everybody be like, okay, that's cool. Just keep playing, playing what you know. I feel Mm. like the majority, I, I, I might be wrong, but I feel like, I mean, I would say I'm fine with that. I I mean, you and I are totally fine with that. Yeah. I I would think. So I wonder what, I wonder what some people would, would, would think, but then the other part of it is, is like, they're they they're musicians like this is what they do yes it's their job but it's also it's also an art form and it's what they've been done all of their adult lives so of course they're going to keep writing of course they're going to keep coming up with ideas and we might not like all of their ideas but they 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 keep doing and they're always going to keep doing it so you know i I mean that you could say that about any band that's been around forever you know that's the one thing about the that's one thing about the Beatles. The Beatles got the hell out right. <laughs> before they got to this point. Sure. You know? And even they were thought like we're gonna see in this Peter Jackson thing when it comes out then uh next month, that they thought what they were doing at the end was was old shit. and trite and tired and right. shit too. And they're like, Yeah, what? No, no, that's really good. <laughs> are you serious? Guys, this is really good. <laughs> so um so t- so tacos are cheap says that he wants to hear what, what JB has in his notebook. And and I hear that. I mean, I don't, you know, sure. maybe the fact that you're using tacos or cheap as your handle might be an indication <laughs> of what you think about <laughs> kidding, kidding, just kidding. Um, uh, anyway, should we move on to night three? Yes. Okay. I do want to give a shout out though, for, to Davis Wavis who got to yeah, see that back in Kalamazoo in 95. Woo, state theater. Nice. We got a big state theater on the anniversary coming up uh, Friday night, 10, 29, 96. 18 minute first set diner. Mm. Yeah. Diner, diner, nobody's fault. Machine bar stools in the first set. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. Average. Just stupid. Um, anyways. All right. So 10-23-21, Riverside in Milwaukee. Um, I don't get totally stoked about the Waker like somebody. Now, yeah, we've talked about this. The, friend the, of pod, we're friend missing of, the, we're missing this. We're missing the boat on this for sure. But yes, friend of pod uh Jay Strasberg, like it is like he becomes actualized when he hears Waker and he got to hear it at Red Rocks this, this summer. So it was super. Exciting. Was it always like that for him? I mean, did he rock? It was like, was that his favorite cut on till the medicine takes? I think it's or... one of his favorite songs, but I think it's like, okay. you know, he's got a son and it's like, it means a lot to him. So, so I get, mm. I get that, Okay. but, but it's also like, I hear it and it's just like, okay, well, cool. And then I was like, first thing was statistics. I don't think they've ever opened with this before. Mm-hmm. And then everyday companion shouts to Ted Rockwell. Yep. And everybody so gave us that. But then it was like Waker. It was like, that was fun. Then send your mind Henry Parsons. And it was like, oh, that's like the Tacon opener. <laughs> <laughs> um, secondary openers. Secondary opener. It's like the inverse, right? It's like yeah. so um send your mind Henry Parsons and then good people. Good people. And and that, that that was the point of the show where I was texting friend of the pod Jay and and like he basically made a comment about you know snoozing or whatever and I was like they had a lot of momentum after that waker and then and Parsons and stuff and then they played that and then I was like you could hear Diner coming and I was like okay business is gonna pick back up and then mm-hmm. Diner Ophelia shape I'm in ain't life grand so they 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 picked it back up pretty good yeah um. What, what do you think about the the the, um, the shape I'm in? You know, being in the and and also this this sort of band one too that they do sometimes with with Ophelia and and shape I'm in. Are you I mean, are you here for that? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I okay. mean, Ophelia's always been a favorite, and shape I'm in. I think I made the uh, shape I'm in call for Mempo and was wrong. But do you have a problem with yeah. it, Harvey? I do. You, do you wish they never played it after? Nine seventeen ninety five. Well, no, but I always kind of. I thought it was so cool. I mean, I did. I always have a little bit of that. Like you know, that was my. I got to see that. Nobody else should be able to see that. Sure. But I did think it was interesting how they played it three times in two weeks in the fall of ninety five. Yeah. As an opener, a set closer, and an encore. But it was a struggle. Like those first three versions are not awesome. Not great. And I always thought it was like more of a comment on the state of the band or the state of maybe JoJo, you know, at the <laughs> yeah. time. Um, but uh, no, it, it's fine. I'm happy for it to for it to be back, and it's cool that it that it comes with with Ophelia. Yeah, the time. they so, play Ophelia yeah. better than they play Shape I'm In. I think we that can is all true. Agree on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, second set. The uh, homage to the great George McConnell, Thin Air, Smells Like Mississippi, Here, Cele- celebrating Ole Miss's massive Hotty toddy. toddy yes. over the LSU Tigers. That, um, is, that is my 47th uh, college team that I'm cheering for this year, by the way. Okay, that's good. Well, they managed to, to not get any mustard uh, containers <laughs> thrown at them down at Baton Rouge. They were throwing them at, at Coach O. It was at Oxford. But, um, and um, Okay. The fans were well behaved. They were very excited. Um, UT fans. So, but back to what we were talking about. And this is exactly the kind of thing. Mind what you have, right? Uh-huh. I mean that this was a song that was. I mean, was it? It was on the shelf, right? I mean, they didn't. Yeah. I guess. Well, maybe not. It. I mean, it never. It never actually went on the shelf. It. 
it you know has become less common. Well, less it was on, I mean, until you know, it was 269 shows before yeah. this most recent one. So that that's definitely a little bit on the shelf, but um, it was never like totally out. Like other ones that I think, I mean, why? Maybe maybe we disagree on this. Why why is Nebulous not in the rotation? <laughs> Seriously, that's a good song. Herring would crush that song. He probably would. Yeah, and and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Monstrosity. Monstrosity. I mean, those are rockers. Well, I mean, like why Every, everybody pull out their copy of Ball later. Um, yeah, seriously, turn it up and tell me, tell me that See, I'm crazy for thinking by the that. By the time we get to the second Trump administration, we are going to be full on Panic 2.0 podcast. I have a feeling. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, Anyways. no, that was great though. Thin air. Good it, was song. A, it was super fun. That is such a great. It, I agree. Thin Air is one of the, is what the one. I love the song "Fishing." Yeah. Um, and then I think Thin Air is a great song to play. It's just okay. it's fun. It's a great set opener. Um, Thin Air, Driving Disco, and then which was never going to complain about that. Um, Bears Gone Fishing. Yeah. Uh, I, I was, again, I was pretending like Twitter is real life. I, when when they went into disco, I, I tweeted, you know, I'd rather be driving disco yes. driving. Right. Um, and then instead of going back into driving, they went into bears on fishing. <laughs> and I, should, I was so much wanted to tweet like, yes, I would rather be driving disco driving <laughs> yes, instead of yeah. driving disco bears on fishing. But yeah. they made up for it, I think. They made it up was, for it. They, they went. Um, Red Hot Mama. Again, we're up, closing up on the anniversary of that song being debuted for the first time 23 years ago at Halloween. Um, that's a song that, again, is is so dip when the Mikey version of the band played it versus where they are now. Um, it's different. It's and, and mm -hmm. not 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 saying that in a bad way. It's like it's right. just different and it's super fun. Yeah. People love that song. Um, and it's a great it's cover fun. for the band. Yeah. Um, and then we'll bring it down. I'm not alone. And we'll come into the closeout uh, driving song. And then Greta up all night, Flatfoot Floozy to close it out. Um, I did not. I did not see this, but again, friend of the pod Jay. When I saw him on Sunday morning, um, talking in my driveway, he mentioned that there were people said somebody said that Flatfoot Floozy was the worst song that Panics ever covered. I saw that, and I took offense to that. <laughs> What? I mean, I didn't know that there was a there was a hate floozy contingent of fans. Either. I'm and I'm not on board with that. No, totally. Disagree. I mean, it's you know, I'm not going to argue that is you know one of the greatest songs ever written, but I mean, it's fun. It's fun. There could be much worse set closers. Yes. Looking uh, at you, imitation leather shoes. <laughs> and then uh, stop breaking down blues porch song again. Another tight two song encore. Um, and then we have a comment from uh, Low Riser saying third night was least fave of weekend for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then we get to the fourth night, Sunday night, never miss a Sunday show, and the well, oh. First three set, first the opening stanza was pretty damn good. Um, jam, definite jam. I was, of course, immediately I wonder, will this classify as a jam? It most certainly did. It felt like, uh, it felt like please, right? That's it what totally I, felt like please. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is I cool. Was, I'm down with. I'm down with. Please, please jam. Um, so I was surprised with the love tractor, and then Riders and the Storm was, again, this kind of like curveball. And the two, oh, this is the three slot, I guess, but the two slot, um, like we had with Fixin, like we had Fixin to die um, earlier in the weekend. Um, Holden, Blue Indian, Climb to Safety, Radio Child, and knock, and knocking around the zoo was number two as well. That's true. That's right. So. Um, Holden, Blue Indian, Climb to Safety, Radio Child, if that's not... Um, Fall 98. Fall 98, I don't know what is. Um, Trashy, uh, love to see that song in the rotation, Little Lily, and then Chainsaw City with the Steve Lopez on percussion. Um, Chainsaw City's lost some teeth. Lost mm. some teeth. Lacks the it's, edge. It's interesting that this, like, that's like the third song that you've said uh that you know the like you know that you mentioned about that um, um and i think it's it's and i will say part of that is one uh well i think there's several things. well i, I mean I, I, think do, one I, of them, I think one of them is is just jimmy's just a cleaner, yeah, it's just a cleaner guitar right. player. yeah i mean hauser so. was just gnarly on chainsaw yeah. city right i mean it was always just dirty and loud and yeah um and then second set second set was great um (laughs) walk on bow-legged um bow-legged again is another song that is become this song that just gets it's always been a popular song but it seems like it's just been thrown in in really prominent positions Mm -hmm. and um always delivers tie your shoes stop go uh, Blight, Sea Brown, and then Fishwater Drums, Gilded Splinters, Fishwater, Postcard. That's um, a that's a dirty set, and I mean that's a really good. really nice, nicely constructed set. I yep. Think. And then uh, a three song encore, which honestly, because <laughs> we were talking about two song encores, and I, was, and I saw the three song encore, I was like, oh, you guys broke up the symmetry from uh, the entire weekend, like. <laughs> Just play the two songs. Um, and uh, Vicious Ballad of John and Yoko and Tallboy to close it out. So send everyone home happy and with a fun with a fun song. So first uh, first performance of Vicious outside the city of New York. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I did that at the, uh, at the Madison Square Garden and then at... Uh, what was the name? What's the name of that theater? Beacon Theater. Did you March go... 20. Did you go to Halloween 2003 in New Year's? I did, yeah. Yes, that's right. Is that it was a that was a fun weekend, man. That was when some good when shows. did you interview J, uh, JoJo about baseball? That was um, like a week before that, when they okay. before the Rupp show, which is you know maybe historically one of the worst shows in the history of <laughs> Panic. Um, yeah. Okay. So it was that, that was like a week before, that. and I did actually find I don't know if I told you I actually found found audio from that interview oh um, yeah and i was like digging through my computer i don't know if it's the whole thing but it's like at least five or ten minutes of, of me interviewing jojo ah. 18 years ago talking about baseball and you know hauser and george it's it's interesting it is mm-hmm. a it is a time capsule for sure Ooh. can we release it uh yeah i think we could do that put it out i would there? think yeah i'll oh. need to find it again That's but great. um yeah, Vicious is a great song. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. I'm surprised that they haven't. Maybe you know, I could kind of see that. Like maybe again, 
dig into the uh, into archives a little bit, and uh, and maybe this is something that gets back in the rotation. So, uh, but four four shows, and then four days off, and then Halloween starts Friday. So hope hope they've rested up and uh, ready to go to see what they've got for for everybody down there. But another another good run, I would say. I would say the Asheville run. Um, I guess from our distant perspective was probably mm-hmm. the uh, weakest of the, the runs that we've had. Okay. I thought you were going to say it was the best. And I was like, no, oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Weakest of yeah. the runs, but it's been ever since the, the COVID, the COVID uh, required break for JB. Um, it's been, they've been pretty strong ever since. Yeah. I would say this and, and Wilmington, probably the two, uh, yeah. the two runs that have been the best so far this year. Although, We'll see what happens this weekend. Sure. Um, all right. Tacos are cheap ass is Fife of Floozy, the only NRBQ song that they cover. Jeff. I don't know. I think so. You don't, what? <laughs> you don't know? No, do you Jeff, know? What else uh, am I, I believe, isn't, uh, isn't Help Me Somebody? Oh, is yeah. Help Me Somebody. And, it yeah, is. Help Me Somebody is an NRBQ song. Yay. So there you Good go. job, Harvey. Yes. Um, and Phyllis says, OMG, the whole weekend was amazing. Trashy was super cool. Yes. People love Trashy. So good. I love Trashy. It's funny when I go to my, um, everyday companion of every time played and I'm looking at the songs that I've most recently clicked on to see every time played, you know what, I, you know what I've recently clicked? What? Ne- Nebulous. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah, but so they both have been on the shelf since uh, since George oh. left, since so five, right? Sure. Nebulous. Yeah. And I do Moss agree Moss. with you about Nebulous. I do agree with you about Nebulous. It would. You think it would be fun? It could yeah, be good. I think Jimmy could play that song. There's a bunch of George stuff that Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know why that. I mean, I guess the only thing I can come up with is that George wrote most of those songs, and that they for some reason don't want to play them. You know, I don't know. Give George money. Um, play those songs, everybody. I mean, they shouldn't have to pay him to play him live unless they're going to release him. But um, Tom Earnhardt observes Saint X free run. Uh, good for everybody in Milwaukee. <laughs> Jody and Jody says, "Yep, and no cotton was king." Mm, also good. That's also good. I think I would actually, I probably actually prefer Cotton was king to Saint X. Saint X, mm. one of my least favorites. I'm sorry. Um, what else? Uh, Taco says Sharon on Friday. That I, I like that. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, and Squid Game theme too obvious. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Have you watched the Squid Game? I haven't. No, no neither. It doesn't appeal to me. I feel like that's something that you would you you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Graham also point Graham Schulman points out that they did record "Ain't No Horse" on an NRBQ tribute album. Yeah, there you go. I um I watch uh, "90 Day Fiance," mm-hmm. "Bachelorette" sometimes, and then I just kind of and wrestling, of course. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just rewatch this. I just rewatch stuff over and over again for for comfort. Um, you know. There's a New York Times article about that. How people just rewatch the same things over and over again for, for comfort. It's like the yeah. uh, old friend. Kind of like uh, people who listen to the same music over and over <laughs> concerts over and over again. I don't know anybody that does that either. How many times can I listen to uh, to the 2000 run Halloween? Um, 
Okay, so I do want to get into to what's going to happen this weekend. Um, oh, I did, you know what I wanted to ask you? We, have we talked about we have we talked about Ted Lasso on this show? You guys yeah. watched Ted Lasso, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I was just making sure. I couldn't. Did you watch? Had... Did you watch Only Murders in the Building? We started that. Okay. We watched uh, so good. two episodes. I really liked it. Rachel was sort of like she wasn't huge. Oh, I don't it's know. fantastic. It's right fantastic. It is great. Oh. I love Martin Short. It's so good. Yes, it's hilarious. Um, um, but yes, Ted Lasso, big fan. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad. I just want to make sure. I wasn't sure. Um, I mean, we don't want to give away spoilers, but that was, I mean, my love of professional wrestling, that was an epic heel turn. That was pretty fantastic. It was. It was pretty good. I feel like we're, you're, you're, you're getting past, like, if there's enough distance on spoilers, I think, you know, when you're several months after. Uh-huh. Um, Okay, so what, what I'm going to do is I'm out of beer, Jeff, mm-hmm. and uh, and, I, and I have some in the fridge, <laughs> and I don't want people to leave, and I don't want you to have to do this all by yourself, <clears throat> but I was, when I took my walk tonight, I listened to, I was just picking some stuff out from, from Halloween's Gone Past. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 98 run is, is a little overlooked. Yes. You know, uh, overshadowed. Uh, a little bit from by the ones that came before and after. Um, and so I turned on it was in the first night, especially like, you know, even talks about 10 30, 98. Um, and so I turned on um, the first set. I skipped ahead to, uh, to space Wrangler. And uh, so a song that was, has been rarely played and a lot of, has created a lot of division within the uh, fan community, I believe. Super rare. A lot super. of people don't like it. It's, yeah. yeah. Especially the end is just super yeah. boring. <laughs> um, total snooze fest. Yeah. But uh, so the end of this version of Space Wrangler is fantastic. JB, uh, I'll have to listen to it again to remember, but there was like a line that he threw out that was just like so awesome. So while I go, can I just play the end of the Space Wrangler? Yeah, can, can I go? Can I go too, real quick? Sure. Yeah. Is no, everybody, is everybody okay? Uh, let, let me just before we all leave, Jeff. Let's just bring <laughs> it up here. Okay. okay. Um, all right. Let me make sure I know how to do this again. I'm going to this. I'm going to here. If Ellison was still awake, I'd just bring him out and just plunk him down. And and I want to uh, mad chat. You know, mad props to Curtis for running an awesome website and online community and. Um, anyway, so we appreciate him making all this stuff available to everybody. Yes. So I'm going to rock this out and we'll be back in just a few minutes.
it about uh, like till the medicine takes songs that just were especially punchy in '98? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like All Time Low, Climb to Safety, both were just a lot better. Yes, back then than they. I mean, I think they were they were fresher, and you're hearing with fresher ears. But also, no, but I mean, even going back to listen to them, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's um, I feel like the, the band was a little more. Yes. They're they're new to them too, so they're going. I guess. But yeah, um, I mean, '98 climb to safeties. They are on another level, um, with the uh, crunchy, crunchy organ. The organ intro is always. Good. Yeah. And you're not even a big fan of climb to safety. So. Uh, I mean, I like climb to safety. Um, when did what was what's the history of climb to safety? It was. Uh, I mean, it was only ever played. I mean, I know Sit and Ski, and then it was only ever played with Jerry Joseph until ninety-eight. It? it was summer of '98, right? So, yeah. Traveling Night Tour, seven eleven ninety-eight. Yep, was the first non-Jerry. Uh, that it was, and then it became basically totally part of the rotation. Yeah, <laughs> like it was in every three show once they made that commitment to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah, cool. Anyway, so did you get to hear the end of that Wrangler, or were you off without your? Headphones? I was watching wrestling, but yeah, it's yeah. a great version of Wrangler. I mean, it was like, uh, raise it high one more time. High, high, high. So, so good. And then it was like after the big sort of finish with JB, it feels like they get a little bit lost. And then Todd and Mikey just like, okay, well, we're going into fifth gear. Y'all keep up, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he does the big drum roll and then Mikey just takes off and just especially scorching completion i am do you think this current the current version of the band gets lost Hmm. that's a good question i think probably maybe less than they used to (laughs) do you know what i mean like i think well they're probably all i mean they've been playing together a whole lot longer i mean if you think about it in perspective um at this you know 98 show they'd only really been together as a as a band for six years Mm -hmm. they've been doing it for 30 right yeah. 35 um and you know they're better players um you know and i mean Dwayne is probably a better technical drummer than todd was mike uh herring is probably a better technical guitar player than mikey was mm-hmm. so yeah no i think that's a great point i think probably less i mean i think they still do occasionally which is all part i mean jb talks about that right walking off just walking off the cliff and seeing what happens you know yeah. what I mean? and some nights it's perfect and some nights it doesn't quite work um, before I forget, <clears throat> I want to, I, we've talked about shows, but I want to, I want to recommend a Twitter account for those okay. on the Twitter. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is fish fashion. I, I, you know, I, I don't know how I ended up. Did you, I don't yes, know how I followed it. it, it I followed, s- I followed it on blue estate. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, why is this shit in my feed? And then, um, yeah, okay. You did it's it. A All guy, right. I was like, it's a guy okay. lives in Tokyo. Who's a fish oh. fan. Okay. And takes photos of each fish show of every band member that he can get, and then analyzes the clothes they're wearing, and then finds them in online shopping mm-hmm. catalogs. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: fish guys and fish wear some ex- have ex- some expensive fits. <laughs> I mean, Paige is wearing a six hundred and fifty dollars shirt the other night, which is like twenty of JB's shirts from Tractor <laughs> Supply Company. So I get, and there's nothing wrong with with oh. with, with what they wear. JB no. has been consistent his entire career, 
mm-hmm. of either t-shirt baseball jersey or the t-shirt has been he hasn't worn t-shirts in a long time but it's been yeah. typically an ill-fitting button-down tucked in right. um, usually so, flannel but sometimes dress yes based well, on dress. the he's not wearing dress shirts um <laughs> It, they, yeah. But schools is the t-shirt guy. Jojo yeah. is a mix. Jimmy is a multi. Wears layers. He wears likes, layers. Likes a lot of likes a lot of denim. Likes a lot Jimmy's of, a likes lot of denim. denim. Um, um, Dwayne Dwayne is a t-shirt guy. Sonny's depends. He's usually a t-shirt guy too. But yes, yeah. um, school wore schools wore a Milwaukee uh, home team shirt with the homage to Milwaukee power tools, which was a cool, cool shirt. So Jody Wagner says, Jimmy's gray long sleeve flannel with long sleeve black layer. Yes. That is <laughs> the uniform. That is his uniform. Yes, right? That is the uniform. Was, and yep. you think that's a $600 uh, flannel? <laughs> shirt? No, definitely not. Um, I mean, again, it's always been one of those things where if I had had the career that the guys in fish have had mm-hmm. and had done well for myself, would I buy $650 shirts? I don't don't think so. I just don't. But I guess you just run out of ways to spend your money. So, it, but again, it's 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 a great follow because I think it's and it's. Um, Is it tongue in cheek, or you think it's legit? Like, no, it's like, like it's, oh, I think no, it's these legit. guys have great taste, and you should probably buy their stuff. I think, I'll, yeah, the guy's pretty complimentary. I mean, Trey, yeah. Trey, and Paige are by Mike wears a lot of like mediums. Um, but Trey mm. and Paige wear some. Trey wears a lot of stuff that I would wear, um, okay. like jackets and stuff. If I could afford a four hundred or wanted to wear a four hundred fifty dollars jacket, of course, Fishman is like moo moos constantly. Right. But they look at their shoes and stuff, and I love mm. shoes, so mm-hmm. it's a it's a fun follow. It's easy breezy. He doesn't he only posts when they're on tour, so it's fun. Um, we, cool. we have not talked about the tragedy at the fish show and the chase. Oh gosh. Yeah. That was awful. Um, a friend of the pod, Mark Spusta was at the show and was mm. actually near where that happened. Wow. At chase. I couldn't imagine having, yeah, I just, I can't even. And he said it was very much like the band didn't know it had happened. He said a lot right. of people around them didn't know that it happened. Um, but even if the, he said he looked over, he saw, something going on and then just mm-hmm. like went back about his business and yeah um you know obviously it was just an awful tragedy and then two more mm-hmm. people fell too and thankfully survived and, and didn't get hurt too terribly bad but the 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 fish community has been again what i see on twitter on bluest tape twitter um you know they really kudos to the fish community and the people that are involved with it who just like rallied or like if you were there you saw something you experienced something you need to talk about it like here's yeah. some resources or if you need to talk to dm right. me and i'm happy to do it so some therapists were on there and so mm-hmm. i mean they dealt with it but god damn just what an awful thing um yeah. and obviously we've had to deal with you know deaths in the panic family at shows too sadly two of them here you know here in a close to memphis so right yeah and i mean i was uh i think there was some people were you know there's there's not argument but you know question in on fish twitter about whether the band would say anything about it you know mm-hmm. and and trey did which, yeah he did know, um props to him and, and and not surprising i mean i think you know those guys are very in tune with with yeah. the community and that's great you know um so uh yeah just a awful thing and um thoughts and, and vibes out to those people for sure. <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> Thank you for saying that, not the other thing. Um, 
Okay, happy time. What are okay. they going to play in Halloween, Harvey? Halloween. Do you, do you have any calls? Do you have any calls for Halloween? Man, I don't have any calls. I, I, I should have some calls, shouldn't I? I'll come up with some calls before the shows. Um, I do think somebody said, uh, and I think this is totally on point, is uh, some bloodkin. What well, you know what I mean? That that we'll have some bloodkin. Maybe you know, certainly not a full set like the uh, it was a low riser set. But we have some Blakin. Um, they're doing Blakin's doing some late night stuff. I mean, it's not Blakin. Eric Carter and um, and the folks that have been doing the blood, you know, keeping the Blakin Blakin torch alive. Wonder if if maybe they might have Eric on to to play, you know, on a song or two. That might be cool. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, um, just to give you an update of how old I actually am. Start. Holy crap! Where's it? Did you run out of Werthers? <laughs> that is a sick burn. <laughs> That's really good. Um, no, my mom. My mom bought it when we were home. Bought us a bunch of uh, Halloween candy, and she bought specifically bought me Werthers. So it's good. I mean, I like a Werthers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on Werthers. Mm-hmm. Um. Can yeah. You, in terms how of, long term- do you need before you can start talking again? That's okay. It was really ill timed. I thought you'd have more. You'd expound more in your calls for the weekend. I got my calls um, for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I do feel like I'm I'm on board with uh, with some classic rock. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a that's always a you know a crowd pleaser and has been feels like that's been a, a theme. Uh, you know, maybe some stones. Maybe some stones. I don't yeah. know. Um, I will say that one of my favorite things that Panic ever did was in 2016, the shows leading up to Halloween where they played um, Black Sabbath covers um, starting in Milwaukee. And they played Fairies Wear Boots on the 21st, Sweet Leaf on the 22nd, uh, Children of the Grave on the 23rd, Electric Funeral on the 25th warning on the 26th and then got to um broomfield denver and then did black sabbath iron man Mm. and paranoid um back back i thought that was one of the coolest things that the band has ever done is 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 love some black sabbath period but also like they kind of led up that was like the theme that they were doing leading up to yeah. that so and they've been but, doing more theme type stuff recently yeah. than they I mean, did it'd be, again the i agree with you i mean the most the <clears throat> outside of you know 98 with red hot mama and superstition i mean the the most fun covers that i've seen had at halloween have been classic rock covers i mean yeah. just i mean peace frog and blue sunday and um door stuff which was always super fun soul kitchen in 2000 um won't get fooled again in 99 was was very fun yeah um do you think i mean was the uh was the riders maybe a tip on on some doors some doors i mean i would rather hear widespread panic play doors than hear doors play doors (laughs) at this point Fair. fair it's so funny like i just the um i don't it's not a recent thing i guess but i think it started for me with uh, the movie almost famous where Lester Bangs played by the late Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. goes the doors, Jim Morrison. He's a drunken buffoon. 
like, but oh, like, yeah, but for is. like something like that, like just turn of turned my to turned yeah. my my opinion of the door. So they've narrowed but the door songs I like down to like like that I will tolerate down to like three or four. Mm. And then and I think part of that was we watched the Doors movie probably like 50 times in undergrad it was to the point where my roommate blake sophomore year um the scene where andy warhol gives jim the golden telephone like Mm -hmm. blake did that whole scene and that was our our answering machine message in our dorm room and so like everybody's grandma and parents would call and then they would hear he would hear blake talking like andy warhol about the golden telephone and that was before so for you young folks that was before we had cell phones we had we had dial-up internet and we had landlines in our dorm rooms that was it (laughs) that was the only way that your parents or family members could get a hold of you was to call the landline at your dorm and ask for you and if you weren't there then you had a answering machine which had answering. a cassette tape, in it. A tape sometimes in a little it. bitty tape yep. and sometimes a full one um jody i think jody wagner and tacos are cheap might be our only two viewers at this point but they have great comments yeah. um tacos are cheap says i want to hear some long hair and some Ola, other no like that movie, i mean which i, not I feel like yeah no and they argue they, with that ever i felt like they got they kind of stayed away from that early on you know mm-hmm. what i mean we i remember going down in 97 thinking oh man we're gonna get a bunch of meters or long hair and they mm-hmm. didn't give you anything and like 2000 was really the first time they had done any but then last time or this was two years ago with uh with george porter jr and uh, yeah and chicken strut and uh mm-hmm. that was good so maybe you get a little bit of that um and jody wegner says they need to cover soft parade well that would be a fun that'd be a fun doors one is that a door song is that a it's good a, one it's a, it's a whole record called oh. the soft okay. parade but it is a song yes okay. um Anyways, well, that was a great segment about no Halloween predictions. Um, was I supposed to do homework for the show? No. Jeff, I need you to you know, I need you to carry the weight here. It's okay. What else? What else should we talk about? Well, we're I don't want to keep people too long. Well, maybe we'll have our existential question next time. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's save that. That's a good one, but we should mm-hmm. save that. Um, I don't know. Favorite favorite moments. Uh, I mean. Favorite Halloween moments in the past that, that we want to, you know, wax poetic about? I mean, setting aside the uh, the 2000 run, which feels like, you know, sort of unfair. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yes. It's like, it's like Tiger Woods in 2001, you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> just pretend everybody understands that that's number one, and let's just talk about everything else. Yes, and if you argue anything, anything else, you just get shouted down. Yeah. No wrong your opinion is wrong um so with the aside from 2000 is the 98 the dirty dozen stuff yeah i mean 98 yeah yeah i think so and then i mean the 99 halloween night the first two nights are are pretty good but halloween night in 99 is i mean front to back that first set is just i mean there's no, there's nothing soft in there. And then the, the Mount, Misty Mountain was really good and it won't get fooled again. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the encore? Are you 99? saying Wind Cries Mary, Climb to Safety, and then the, then they came back for a dream song, Porch Song. Oh, that's right. That was with, the second night encore? Yeah, yeah that was pretty no, good. No, that was, no, that was Halloween night. Halloween night, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said nothing soft in the first set. You'll be fine. You'll be fine was a rocker. 
Um, uh, I mean, I would. You'll be fine. I know, but I do too. Um, the close of the close of that first set is yes. Uh, was it a fantasy Conrad? Yes, Greta, Greta, fantasy, Greta fantasy Conrad. Yep. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. I remember again because I could never enjoy anything. I remember thinking, I still looking at the set list. I still remember it was like Dream Song as the second as when they came back for the encore. It's like, ah, oh, this is perfect. We're just gonna walk out to Dream Song, and then they played Porch Song. I was like, what? What? Wait, it's... Oh, it was good. It was fast, short Porch. It was. Good. I know, but I just love Dream Song. You like so fast though, anyway. Yeah, you got a double slow fast then. Second, but for the second encore, I just want one song, not two. Um, I thought the second night was really good with the uh, sandbox wondering fishwater floozy. You know, I listened to that. I listened to that tonight, mowing the grass, and I remember telling my friend at the show when sandbox started, I was like, "This is really cool." They always end sandbox like on a dime. Yeah. Like they play it and they stop, <laughs> which of course they did not do that night at wow. all. They played yeah. into Wondering and then there's a nice, really big Wondering jam at the end of that one. Yeah, too. that was good. There's a uh, good moments the first night, first again, first set. Hold and stop, go machine bar, Sewell's Ophelia um, is really good. The diner in the second slot in the second set's pretty awesome, if I recall. Um, but yeah, I mean, you didn't go to 2001 in Chicago, right? I did not. So when well, you the, were there, right? Yes. At the venerable UIC pavilion. Um, that was a weird show. I mean, it just was. Really? Like, it seems like a great, I mean, it's on paper. No, no, no. I mean, good. To it is I'm not saying weird, meaning it was weird that it wasn't in New Orleans. Yeah. Like Halloween. I mean, I know they had done. When they uh, just done three nights, right? I mean, they did yeah. 10, 26, 27, 28 in New Orleans. And then... But it was, you know, it was a midweek. It was a, what, like a Thursday night, I guess. Hmm something like that i think so um no it must have been a wednesday because if they did when 26 27 yes it was, it was wednesday night it was wednesday yeah. night because the they had saturday night off and then played that show in columbus on sunday night that i did yes. go to which was the best show of that part of the tour that was uh, that was a great show that was uh 11 401 yes, right that was yes. the um you watched the world series watch game uh, seven the diamondbacks yeah. yankees at the yeah. at the else what is that place called promo west pavilion Promo West Pavilion. um and but it was when panic played impossible right when the diamondbacks started their comeback <laughs> tell me um but yeah 2001 was it was just weird to be at a Halloween show after three years of being in New Orleans, not being in New Orleans, um, being in Chicago. And it was very much like, you know, it just wasn't like a scene. I think I, I don't, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. It's been 20 years, Harvey. I can't remember every detail. I used to be able to tell you what restaurant I went to before the show. Um, but anyway, it was just, a, it was an interesting show. Um, Dear Mr. Fantasy and Diner stood out in the first set. Love for Sale was the cover. And then the second set, obviously, with um, Dirty Dozen with Coconut, Joe's Garage, Wild Thing, Joe's Garage, Ball Confusion. The Ball Confusion was awesome. Cortez yeah. was 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 great. Um, your favorite, Imitation Leather Shoes, um, Closer. But I, again, like I remember thinking of, you know, like, well, the last few years, they've always done a cover in the encore. Or like, yeah. And then it was like, oh, Pilgrim's Traveling Light. Oh, okay. Well, okay. that was fun. All right. Well, we'll see yeah. you in St. Paul tomorrow night. And I was like, I mean, and that makes sense, right? They would, was that, uh, where did they play the night before? 
Uh, they played at the private park. show. Yeah, a private uh, radio radio show at the park west. But yeah, I mean that makes sense. Pilgrims traveling light, you know, they definitely took the, took the long road from New Orleans. Um, yeah. I did want to before I forgot. I got. Did you see? Uh, we heard from Nate Fisher on Twitter. I did. Yes, I was going to um, just bring that up. So he went. He wanted to please talk about what a pain in the ass the venue is. <laughs> talking about Lakefront and how it sucks. <laughs> yeah. For a friend. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I mean, it. I will say this: I, I've always enjoyed every show that I've been at Lakefront. I think it's, you know, it sounds perfectly fine in there for a big, big room. Mm-hmm. Um, the security always seemed chill. It was comfortable, mm-hmm. but it is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, yeah. And so, if you've never been there before, I don't know why you'd be watching this podcast, but uh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> If you've never been to Lakefront Arena before, but if you are going and you've never been, um, yeah, plan plan your transportation wisely. It's it's a pain. It's you know if you can manage to find a a, a DD, that's that's your best choice. Yeah, maybe rotate over the weekend and um, but it is a you know fun lot scene. Everybody's always in a good mood there, but yeah, there's nothing around uh, Lakefront. I mean, I have not been since the Uber or the Lyft revolution. Mm-hmm. So, do you know how much it costs to like take an I'm Uber sure or Lyft from downtown? Surge, I'm sure it's surge pricing out there yeah. uh, when a show gets out. So, I wouldn't count on an Uber. I just wouldn't. But maybe if that's your only choice. I Did know, they charge to park? I don't remember. Yeah, I, did, I saw that today. It was 10 bucks. And now it's 10 bucks. I don't think they did oh, way back bucks. when. But yeah, I think it's 10 bucks now. <laughs> um, um, there was so a, so yeah it, so anyway so shout out to Nate Nate Fisher you know it's, apparently has had has had some bad experiences trying to get back to the French Quarter from Lakefront Arena which is not fun. No, the first year we didn't know any better. We stayed in Metairie, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do we do after the show? I guess we just go to Metairie. Yeah, um, like a, there's like there's an Applebee's or a Luther's barbecue over there. <laughs> then we stayed in uh, on St. Charles. That hotel next to the trolley stop. Is the trolley stop still open? Well, the they trolley stop, like, oh, it's like the bar. Uh, yeah, it's the poncha were... train. The poncha train. Yeah, we stayed that's, there. That's a classic hotel. My grandma always used to stay at the poncha train when she came to visit from ah, okay. Little Rock. Um, like... And then the 2000, we stayed at like a residence in um, downtown. That was by yeah. far the best um, of the lot. So. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey asks any street food. I, so street food for this year, I, I don't know, but street food in 2000. Yes, there was, a, you know, there was, that was prime time grilled cheese sandwiches. Street food. Oh, you mean like out lot food? Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Like yeah. a, uh, that was prime time, uh, tailpipe grilled cheese and, yeah, and tacos, veggie burritos, veggie burritos, that was, veggie burritos. That was back before, uh, they, you know, the vendors had like, you know, stands. Oh my and, God. It's and, nuts. Uh, and you know stripe you know credit card <laughs> swipe machines and it was all cash economy back then or other things yeah um i did see nicole keeler tweeted that four nights in milwaukee is not a long trip in a strange city ah. but it's the it's the warmest mod city what is mod do you know what mod modern, modern 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 city like, warmest i don't okay. know there was uh, a really and, good article in um on, on milwaukee.com which i retweeted on our bluest tape twitter feed mm-hmm. um and it was talked about how panic is they were they were given the key to the city 
or it was right. widespread panic day. Yeah. Um, Mayor Tom That's Barrett, awesome. Future yeah. ambassador, Mayor Tom Barrett. Um, but he, um, but it was a great article because it was really about like the city looking forward to panic coming every year, panic and the fans looking forward to coming to Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee is a cool city. Like that, it is a Fortnite run in 2021 is possible. Whereas a Fortnite run in night in the, 2000 mid 2000s and back was just not possible so is there some street racing going on oh my god every night every night there's street racing um but uh but yes it is very much a uh the city has changed so much and it can handle something like this and you can stay right downtown and then everything's within walking distance and cool neighbor cool neighborhoods yeah. no no i don't mean to i'm not here to no, no, no. It's not about I'm, Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee. I know you're not. It's okay if you okay. do that, though. Um, no. But, if, but no. Did, no, what did. I meant was just like it's a strange city. It's not, I don't have my, my bathroom and my bed to sleep in. That's all. Oh, you know. we, should go to, we should go to Milwaukee sometime. We should go to Milwaukee run sometime. Next It'd year. Let's do it. Um, tacos are cheap to veggie burritos in 99. Oh, and I may have bought one from you back then. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, so Nicole said that that Milwaukee is Midwest's best kept secret. It's the, and the, it's the capital of the third coast. And by far. Panic brought the WSP brought their specials and lit them on fire. TR TR night, I guess that's Thursday night, right? Uh, yeah. Markedly competes as a best ever. She says, yeah. three more nights of sleepers and a couple snoozers. Shelf your bow legged knees, WSP forever. Okay. So some hot takes from Nicole. Um, can you? Well, we have one more comment. Rusty Russell's chances for stranglehold in the Oh, I mean, asking for a friend. That's you, right? You've been calling the stranglehold forever, right? As much as Ted Ted Nugent is a deplorable <laughs> human being, I would my face would melt off with a stranglehold free for all. That would yeah. just be amazing. Um, so you are native uh, to New Orleans to the. Right. Crescent City, correct. Can you can you give us can you give us three recommendations oh. off the beaten path? This is so hard because I haven't lived there in so long. I know I there's know. a way. There's but so you, many but, cool places. But you have like your things. You have your go tos. Yeah. Where should so the kids things. go? Where should the kids go get a po' boy? So you get a po' boy at Domelisi's. Great. Where is Domelisi's? Uh, Domelisi's on. Um, oh, what's the name of the street? It's right. It's a block off Chapatulas. <laughs> Uh, it's about two blocks off Jefferson Avenue. Um, it's not really convenient to anything, but if you're yeah. uptown, uh, it's not really that far. If you're in like the warehouse district, just up Chapatulas, um, mm-hmm. probably about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but that is, that's the best pool boy in town. Get the fried shrimp or the roast beef and gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Other places. Um my favorite brewery closed down, but Urban South is good. Uh, what's that's your probably favorite, the best. What, which is your favorite brewery? Uh, it was called All, uh, All Relations. It was okay. only open for a couple of years, but they did some really good stuff. Uh, and then right right as COVID hit, they just couldn't, you know. Uh, so, but Urban South is good. That's, that's really close to the CBD or to Warehouse District if you're down there. Mm-hmm. Um what else is it snowball it's not snowball season anymore um isn't it always snowball no season? no no no. <laughs> yeah, any, no the snowball stands closed from like october to March. oh really oh okay. yeah um you know ride take this ride a streetcar if you've never done that that's fun um 
Go to the boot at the Tulane campus. Oh, that's the boot. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from Tulane's campus if you can. Um, that's the Saints are the Saints are playing on Sunday. They're playing the Bucks. That would be a fun oh, thing to do. That's a, that's a Sunday. Do. It's an afternoon game if you wanted to do that. I mean, um, I'll, can I give my one New Orleans recommendation? Yeah. Um, Cushone, Cushone Butcher. Those are my favorite. Cushone Butcher. Yeah. Cushone and Cushone, but those are good. Uh, there's also, if you want a kind of a fan, fancier restaurant, there's a great spot called uh, La Boucherie, mm-hmm. which is uh, close to the, it's close to the streetcar barn um, on Carroll, right off Carrollton and Oak Street, which is not too far from like, um, uh, what's the music club that everybody plays? Uh, it's next to uh, Maple, the Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf. Yeah, and then um, and then what's the what's the quarter of hip little restaurant next that's close to the Maple Leaf uh, that has the alligator and stuff? I don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> Golly, see, I told you I don't live there anymore. I don't know any of these places. You're from like one of the coolest cities in the world, and you just don't know shit about it. It's amazing. No, I do. I know my stuff. <laughs> Let's see. It's a, so Maple Leaf is on Oak Street. What's the is name? Ar- the is Arch Manning playing on Friday? Can the people go see Arch Manning playing? Uh, play, I don't. Play I don't know if he is. Uh, Giacomo's. That's what I. Oh heard. yeah, Giacomo's. I, mean I, I know you knew what it was. That's on yeah. Oak Street. It's right next to Maple Leaf. Yeah, Giacomo's so, is good. Maple so Leaf's Le Bou- a great bar. So uh, La Boucherie is like. A few blocks from there, that's a really good, good you know restaurant. Um, tacos are cheap. Gives a shout out to Donald Link and Cushone, even though he misspelled it. I won't hold it against him. Chafalaya for brunch. That's near his tips. Okay, that's cool. And then yeah, get you a lucky dog if you're down in the quarter. There ain't nothing wrong with a lucky dog. I'm telling you, people sometimes frown on hot dogs sold out of carts on the street. Not in New Orleans. You get you a lucky dog. That's good stuff. Um, I had one other thing that came to my mind. Um, oh yeah, my uh, let me look up. You can you talk for a second? I'm look up by uh, my buddy's restaurant. <laughs> sure. So if you guys need something to listen to when you're on your way to New Orleans, let me run through wonderful shows from Fall Tour 1995. No, I won't, I won't do that. I could do a lot, but we do have some great shows coming up. I tweeted out the link to Mississippi University for Women, which is no longer just for women in Columbus, Mississippi. That's 1024.95. It is October 27th, so you've got 1027.95 from Auburn. Back-to-back years, they melted some serious faces in uh, in Auburn. Uh, The first blight came in the second set of 1027.95. And then, of course, Millsaps College in Jackson, Mississippi, one of my all-time favorite shows with the Hold and Walk On opener. First set gilded, and then Galleon stop go in the first set to um, bow legged closer. The Millsaps College homecoming, great show. Um, and then obviously we got to give a shout to ten to nineteen ninety six, and it goes without saying that is one of our favorite tours ever here at the Bluest Tape, and one of our favorite shows of this tour, and therefore one of our favorite shows ever is ten twenty nine ninety six, the State Theater in Kalamazoo. We had a shout out earlier to three twenty two ninety seven ninety five. They played there in ninety seven, the November ninety seven, which is an eleven eleven, I believe, which is another great show. But this is your first set, ten twenty nine ninety six. Pigeons, stop go, chunk of coal, littlekin, tallboy disco, diner, eighteen minutes of diner, and then a nobody's mm. fault machine bar stools to close it out. Mm. Second set, post drums, airplane jam, proving love tractor, proving if you were even standing by that point. Um, 
good on you. And then end of the show porch song to close out. And that is, mind you kids, that is the first show of five consecutive nights that a band called Widespread Panic played. Yeah, um, and if you are not up. familiar with all five of those, then Ooh. that's that's your homework if, um, if you're into it. 1029 Kalamazoo, 1030 Cleveland, 1031 Chicago, uh, Radar Love, Riders on the Storm, Chic dropped for the first time, 11196, probably considered it was in our top six our sweet 16 but mm. you can put 10 you can put a bunch of shows up against it but it's an amazing show and then 11 296 which is a, a lot of times an afterthought but our, i believe my co-host was at that show and it kicks it's one of my all-time favorite that show shows. Kicks some serious ass and, yeah, and this it is truly one of those don't look at it on everyday companion yeah. be like, no, set eh. list is, is like total boring and it's yeah. just scorching from start yep. to finish it was in a little club and it was packed and the crowd was on fire it was great it um so just again we talk about four nights in a row when these guys are a little bit older good for them but man five nights fall 96 just yeah. fire it's amazing from uh, yeah totally um okay so yeah my last thing uh so my buddy uh i went to high school with brian landry not not to be confused with brian laundry oh. the, the guy who Ooh. murdered his girlfriend and um but uh, no, he's got some restaurants. It's actually, believe it or not, in the Pontchartrain Hotel. That's where his spots are. Oh. So uh, Jack Rose, and then that's the restaurant. And then the Hot Tin is a rooftop bar. And uh, he's also got some spots in Nashville. The wow. Marsh House, uh, L.A. Jackson, and Killebrew. And he then is he's, a restaurateur. He is, and he's getting ready to open a spot in the Jim Beam Brewery outside Louisville. Really? Brewery, distillery, yeah. They got a little restaurant, yeah. like new welcome center and stuff. So Brian's wow. getting it done. Okay. So, um, yeah. Does he like widespread so, panic? Uh, I don't know that he does. Oh. I'll ask. Get him on the show. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. Well, Jeff, it's been fun. We yeah. haven't scared everybody off yet. That's um, good. Um. But we've great. reached we've reached critical mass. We're we're yeah. it's time to end this. I think um, so. Um, but looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to three good shows again. And um, then we've got a break, I believe. Correct. Until, oh, then we have th- uh, Chicago, three shows in Chicago in the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, and then, of course, four nights at the Fox in Atlanta. And then we get into 2022. And, man, hitting it hard in 2022. Um but five nights at the beacon or five nights at the beacon. And then three, the then three nights um, at panic and La playa. And then we'll see what they decide to roll out for next year. So how about like an old school spring tour, like through all through the South and Midwest, like, you know, different city every night. And would you be on board with that? Yeah. I think we should try to get a grant for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll apply um, to, uh, I'll apply to humanities, Tennessee as an individual. We'll see if we can get uh, we can document our tour. I mean, it would be what it, it would wouldn't it be hilarious if just all of a sudden they drop tour dates and it starts off at like Miami University in Oxford, oh, Oxford. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> just do a college, yeah, college tour. You know, College, yeah, go to Boone and yeah, man, Johnson it would, City. Uh, it would be. I would love to see them do something like that again um i yeah. just, i think those days are gone but it would um hopefully Maybe one time i mean that's almost like a if you can't do a sit and ski tour like that's almost the same kind of thing like yeah. let's, just, let's just do it for old time's sake let's just I do mean, a traditional there, 
there's definitely some cities that I think are should be on their list of places to go for for runs. Yeah. Um, that happened. When you could do two nights, you know, I mean, they could do like a you know a, a Tuesday. I mean, they do a Tuesday Wednesday, right? Somewhere like, don't you think they could do two nights in? I mean, they've done that in the past. Two nights in Louisville in the midweek. They 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 owe Louisville a run. They do um, owe Louisville a run. It's been um, a long time. Um, feel like they could do something in uh, somewhere in Carolina. I mean, they did Wilmington, obviously. Um, yeah. But they could do something in Charlotte. Um, so yeah, it could we'll be see. some Birmingham. Um, Oak Mountain, Oak Mountain would be a fun thing next summer. I'm going to throw this out. Um, my Kentucky Wildcats. You know. <sighs> We got beat by an NFL team basically down in Athens. Pretty, Those guys, pretty much. Are, unless they, unless something terrible happens, they will win the title. So congrats to you guys. Um, but still looking pretty good at six and one and a bunch of winnable games ahead of us. You know, they're saying, uh, saying maybe the, uh, the peach bowl, Saw that. Uh, which is in Atlanta at the end of the year, which might be a fun place. Oh, to be. yeah, look at that. That'd be fun. So, that would be that would that might be like some sort of mm. coming together of the spirit. Because I think the Peach Bowl is the thirtieth, actually. So that would be hard. I mean I just looked at that calendar uh this year. I believe when I went in ninety nine the Peach Bowl was in town then and it was sort of it was just totally an afterthought. And um, um but I mean that would be tough. Like I would have to miss the show on the thirtieth to go to the Peach Bowl, but Maybe it's during um, the day. Is it though? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I'm sure they've got this stuff. So last year it was on New Year's Day. Yeah. But this year I don't think it is. Let's see. Let's see what they got here. There's a website. It's on. It's in six. It's uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on the uh, 30th. Boo. So uh, yeah, I mean maybe I could get over and like catch the encore or something. But sure. Yeah, the, the, the CBS Sports has them in the Fiesta versus Michigan. That, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, the dream is the Sugar Bowl. Like that would be. Oh yeah, amazing. that'd be amazing. Um, I don't. And see Fiesta them. Bowl would be really cool too. I don't. That would be giving them the. Uh, this also CBS.com also has Alabama outside of the playoff, which is like, come on, y'all, that ain't gonna happen. I mean, um, the dream would be uh, the the fight will be between. Kentucky and Ole Miss probably for that last uh, for that last SEC slot in the right. New Year's. And six. I think to be honest that well I don't know we'll see but I mean what I've read is that I mean if Kentucky gets that far uh, that that the bowls you know they know that Kentucky will travel you know because they've never been in a bowl like that you yeah know what I mean and so I think they're going to be high on the on the pick list because they know that 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 their fans will be there. Um, I mean, I assume the Ole Miss fans will be at the Sugar Bowl too, but maybe not as much. So yeah, I don't know. They're um, pretty excited about the last time, but yeah, Kentucky would be fun. I'd like to see Ole Miss like have to stop somebody once. <laughs> I would like to honestly. I would like to see Kentucky play Ole Miss because I, you know, they haven't. I don't know if they played a team that actually has a good defense yet. So <laughs> wow. Cold. What? Cold. No, no. I mean, they have great offense. They just, I mean, sure. Tennessee scored what seventy-five points on them or something. Oh, Miss, no, not that many. Yeah. It's like forty-three to forty-one or something. That's, anyway. that's manageable. Just got to outscore them. Just got to score um, one more time. 
So you really are. This is your fifteenth college team that you're rooting for. Forty seventh, actually. Well, Memphis is bad this bad this year. So and Wisconsin's bad, and Georgia. Georgia's my team. Has been my team for a while. Um, Indiana. Do you still like Indiana? No, they're terrible at football. Basketball. I'm gonna probably get back on the bandwagon this year because Memphis is already they're already fighting over playing time and kids are probably going to be ineligible. See, here's the problem, Jeff. This is, (laughs) I just want to say, I I mean, I I, I root for you guys. I really do. But there's a difference between getting. You need to preface this with bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, Um, Jeff. Is the difference between like getting five-star players and getting like good players. So one of the things that has been a common theme on sports talk here lately is this in that where as much as Memphis dislikes coach Cal, they did say it's like, he can get as many five stars as he needs to, but when it works, it works and he can massage those egos. And so, but it's not just that it's getting good kids. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't get, what are you saying? Our kids aren't good. Jeff, you said they're already fighting about playing time and maybe somebody might not be eligible. This is the thing. Well, that's not because they're bad kids. No, well, I'm not, I didn't say they're bad. Well, I just uh, said that we recruit good kids. Is all we I'm need saying. to get up right now because this is going to get us. This is going to escalate. And okay. we're all gonna I just want to say regret. Kentucky's going to be really good. We, we have we have four impact transfers. Yeah. We got the big guy from West Virginia. We got a, a, a shooter a, from a, Iowa. Shooter from Iowa. We got a shooter from Davidson. And we got the best point guard in the SEC, Severe Wheeler, who's going to be our point guard. And plus, we got some guys coming back. We got uh, Obi Toppin's little brother is going to be really good. We got uh, Keon Brooks back. And then we yeah. got a bunch of freshmen coming in, too. So. And then you got like number one recruiting class in the country next year with like yeah. three out of the top five. So yeah, it's great. But how does that pertain to widespread panic? That's just my life. Um, low low riser, two nights in St. Louis. That would be great. Two I think St. Louis would be a great spot. Yeah, St. Louis is a great Theater. spot. Um, I don't know if the American's still open, but the Fox would be great. Um, they got that Haifetz Arena there too. Pay mm-hmm. play an arena show. They should do some arenas. Why don't they do some sheds? They should do sheds. <laughs> do what the Black Crows did. Do a shed do, tour and fill it by a third. It'll be great. What would it take? What would it take for them to actually? Is there? Could they put together? like a three act bill that would fill sheds. I don't think so. No, like panic and the mule and Tedeschi trucks. Oh man. That's a lot of black t-shirts and ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Maybe not, maybe not them. So you, you can't, I mean, not with them as a headliner, right? I mean, they would need to be with a bigger act. I mean, Panic could headline a tour. I just don't think that they could fill a shed. You know, it's very, very, I mean, honestly, Fish is the only band that can probably fill a shed on its own in this. Well, I mean, Dead and Co. and and Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, that's, I mean, I have them in a different place, though. Right. No, for sure. Fish, Fish, Dead and Co. and Dave Matthews are like on this other level. But I don't know. It'd be fun. But sheds wouldn't be fun. But. So you can't think of two other bands to play undercards that would that would get panic to a. I think they need some like Umphreys or something like that. Like what? Some Umphreys. I think Umphreys would bring a lot of energy. Maybe some Mo. How about some Turquoise? Billy Strings, J Rad, and Panic. Would See? that fill a shed? I think 
mm, I don't think it would fill a shed, but it'd probably be a fun show. Got to tell mm. you, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Then we need to right. go. Yeah, Billy Billy Strings is very good. Ooh, <laughs> is the new record good? Do you like it? Mm-hmm. He was on uh, Austin City Limits this weekend, and I know was great. Okay. Away from so the let's see, can we just I'm gonna start the TikTok till you then say J Rad is good too. <laughs> it only took you two years to get to Billy Strings. Um, I think I think because I need to realize that Billy Strings is actually um playing uh his songs music and yeah. playing his songs. Yeah. yeah. Rich music. Um oh I did wait, uh, it's, I'm not I'm not done yet. I did notice <laughs> what was the there is a there is a uh do you think here, let me find it. It was it was played. In we should the, just cut uh, the last ten minutes off of this podcast before you post it. Oh, Jeff, this is what people like. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the shows. It was uh, I think it was the second night of Milwaukee. Yeah, the uh, the Billy Strings hat tip on the second night of Milwaukee, opened in the second set, all time low, ride me high. Two songs that Billy Strings plays. Oh, he plays ride me high too. Yes, those oh. are the two panic songs he plays. Ride I mean, Ride Me High is not a panic song, Harvey. I know, Jeff. But I mean, <laughs> to him, that's why, you know, he, he plays it as a panic song, not as a J.J. Kale song. Sure. Um, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, last thing, last thing. <laughs> last thing. My Morning Jacket record. Have you given it a chance or you just, just heard one song and you, I just you, said you the ones, the whole thing? No, it's funny because um, I know how much you hate satellite radio, but they've been having a satellite radio takeover. Mm. Uh, and uh, so they played a lot of live stuff, which has been super fun. Um, mm-hmm. Hearing a bunch of shows from way back and, you know, from 2012 and before. Um, but the couple songs I've heard, one was, yes, the first song I heard was very boring. Mm. But I'll give it another chance. Yeah, I haven't actually made it all the way through, but I, I, I'm, I'm, say hopeful. But I find that albums that it takes me a while to get through, and like that I need to listen to multiple times before I can even like make a judgment on, generally end up being pretty good. I uh, so never minded my morning jacket, the slow songs when they were recording in a silo. And, and and so on or if it was jim by himself or something really sparse and then the rocking songs obviously have always been great but when they like added like the production and it's you know tried to become something else it just it just is just doesn't appeal to me so and that's not just there are a bunch of bands that do stuff like that that i don't really get into it just okay. makes me want to fall asleep because i need i just need to dance harvey I just need to dance <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note that's perfect all right um thanks everybody for hanging out tonight it was fun thanks hope, everybody uh everybody enjoys their halloween shows i'm kind of bummed there's no video stream i was kind of hoping for a video stream this weekend mm. but no video stream but i'm sure we'll have the audio so check it out um tweet at us at bluest tape if you got any got a hot takes this weekend um or if you have any questions about you know things to do in new orleans on I'll do my best to let you know what to do if you were there in 1999. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. Uh, I guess we'll do a recap show at some point, right? After we'll do a recap show. We'll do a show between uh, New Orleans and Chicago. And, um, yeah, right. we'll do it. And then we've got some Fall 96 closeout stuff to do, I'm sure, too. So we'll be good. Sounds good. All, All right. right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.